0: So does the Old Testament present God in contradictory ways? You're going to hear people say that sometimes, and there's actually going to be Bible scholars who teach it. So in today's episode, I'm going to tell you exactly what they say, and then give you the three reasons why they're wrong. Hey guys, I'm William Dyer. This is Dyer Conversations. Thanks for joining me on today's podcast. If you're just jumping in here, I want you to know that this episode is part of a series I'm doing. So I'm going to put a link on the uh, screen above. And one in the description below, so you can check out the earlier episodes. Okay, so first and foremost, we got to figure out exactly what these people are saying before we can critique it. So, what you're going to hear people say, or even Bible scholars teach as they write books, is that the Old Testament, specifically the Law of Moses, presents God in multiple different ways, and those ways are contradictory. Okay, so basically, you know, hey, you got one picture of God here and you got another picture of God there and they don't match up. So therefore the Bible is not reliable, but they're just wrong. Really what it comes down to is three different pictures of God. They're going to break them up into this way. So let me give you all three. Way number one, they're going to say that uh, you have God presented as a personal God. He is the creator of the universe. So this is like the God of Genesis chapters one, two, and three. Um, He's accepting of prayer and reveals himself to mankind. So that's picture A of who God is. But then they're going to move on and say, well, as you continue to read through the law of Moses, you're going to get a second picture of God. And this second picture of God is one who manifests himself through dreams and visions, shows himself uh, through angels, and communicates in that sort of way. So you get a different sort of God, not the creator God, but the one who likes to communicate himself to man. Now, the third way that God is presented that these scholars will say is that um, you have God so removed from creation that uh, the word here is transcendent. He's so removed from creation that there's this huge gulf between man and God, and the only way that man can even venture to try to approach God is through rituals and sacrifices. Earlier I told you I was going to give you the three reasons why this um, critique of the Old Testament fails. So let's start with reason number one, and that is it fails the common sense test. Now I want you to imagine common sense, right? So we're just going to give you a common sense example here. I want you to imagine a biography that you're reading of a certain person, okay? Let's say it's of a president. So you're reading a biography of President Abraham Lincoln. And in this biography, you see a picture of him as a child, right, and who his parents are, and how he was when he was younger. What you know, what activities he was a part of, what things he liked to study, didn't like to study. Then you get another picture of Abraham Lincoln as he maybe as a young man and going to college, and how he interacted with his peers, um, the different jobs he might have held. Then you're going to get Abraham Lincoln when he's actually president of the United States and all he did with that and how he was as a leader and how he dealt with the Civil War and all those different things. And so you're going to get radically kind of different pictures of who Abraham Lincoln is. But none of us is going to look at that biography and say, well, clearly this biography cannot be speaking about the same person. So the Bible looks at God from the angle of a creator who is there with us and answers prayer. It looks guy at God through the angle of one who reveals himself to us through dreams and visions and prophets and all these things. And it looks at God as saying, hey, look, he's so far removed from us and above us, you know, that, that there's this barrier and that barrier we learn in the Bible is sin. None of these things are contradictory. It's just looking at God through different angles. So it fails the common sense test. But what I always like to do with these sort of critiques is actually apply it to the biblical text. And that's what we're going to do in the second reason why... These people are wrong. Now, remember, if you've watched the earlier episodes, you will think back to when I told you that what these scholars are trying to do is pick through the law of Moses and say, this part belongs to this source, and this part belongs to that source, and this part belongs to that source. They're trying to cut up the law of Moses because they don't believe Moses wrote it. And so what we're going to show here is that they can never consistently apply these rules. So, Genesis chapter 15, verse 1 says this. After these things, the word of the Lord came to Abram in a vision. So, one of the things that these scholars do is they say, listen, God is presented as a creator God who hears our prayers. And one of the ways that we know that he's being presented like that is if he's called Yahweh. Now, if you don't know the difference between the names of God, I did a video earlier, and I'm going to link it on the screen right now, and you can go check that out. However, if you're already aware of that, just know that they say God is being presented as the Creator God, the one who hears our prayers when He is called Yahweh. And so, when we find Him being called Yahweh, we know that's from this source. Well, they run into a problem here in Genesis chapter 15, verse 1. Because God is called Yahweh, That word Lord there is Yahweh. However, they say we know God is being presented as the God who reveals himself in visions and dreams, right? When he reveals himself in visions and dreams. And so that comes from a different source. Well, here's the problem. In Genesis chapter 15, verse 1, just in one single verse, God is called Yahweh, but he's also revealing himself in a vision. So do we have two different gods here, two different pictures of a God? Or maybe these scholars are just wrong about their rules because they clearly can't even be presented consistently. Now, the third and final way that this method of looking at the Old Testament fails is that they constantly shift the rules in order to keep their method alive because if they didn't do that, their method would just completely fall apart. Now, Joel Baden is a professor of Hebrew Bible at Yale Divinity School right? So not a slouch. And he's a proponent of this view. So we're going to look at how he applies this sort of method to the text and show you why just absolutely ridiculous. We're going to turn to Genesis chapter 35, verse 8. Now, Genesis chapter 35 is an incident where God calls Jacob to move to Bethel. And Jacob has a wife named Rebecca, and she has a nurse named Deborah. In verse 8 says this, Now, Deborah, Rebecca's nurse, died, and she was buried below Bethel under the oak, and it was named Alan Bakuth. Now, Professor Baden says that this verse has little to do with anything in the text. Okay, so he's going to basically say, this verse, uh, it doesn't have anything to do with the chapter. Okay, it was inserted by somebody else. But then he says this, But because the tree that Deborah was buried under is located in Bethel, this verse must be attributed to the source source documents that picture God as the one who reveals himself through visions. Hmm. Now, if you're sitting there a little confused as to what's going on right now, welcome to the club. I'm confused as well, because I've read this section of his book where he's arguing this, and believe me, there is, there is no reason given. I've tried to figure it out. I've tried to understand what he's saying, but he just makes this assertion without giving any evidence to back it up. And so for some reason, because Bethel is mentioned, the city Bethel, right? Because that town is mentioned, we have to now understand this one verse as a total different set of source documents than the, the rest of the whole chapter. I got nothing. I have no idea what his reasoning is. So if you want to believe people based off of no no evidence, you go right for it. But me, I'm going to need a little bit more to get behind what you're saying, Mr. Baden. But wait, it gets better. Let's continue on with how Mr. Baden interprets uh, Genesis chapter 35. In verses 21 through 22, let me read you the text. Now, at this point, Jacob's name has been changed to Israel. So the text says, Then Israel journeyed on and pitched his tent beyond the Tower of Eder, and it came about while Israel was living in that land that Reuben went and slept with his father's concubine, Bilhah, and Israel heard about it. Now, Professor Baden will tell us that this little section of two verses has to be applied to some sort of source documents, the ones that present God as the Creator who hears our prayers. You remember earlier in the podcast, I said there was three different ways that they think God is presented. So they'll say, you know, this text has to be applied to those documents that only present God as the Creator God who hears our prayers. Okay, well, why, Professor Baden, why should we apply it to those set of documents? You want to know his reasoning? This is what he says, and I'll I'll give you the footnote in the description below. You can go look up his book and read it for yourself. The reason? Because the word living is used. I, again, I got nothing. I have no idea. I've, I've read the, his book, uh, that part of it. I've read that section in his book where he talks about this. Why should we take the word living, that one little word, and say it can only be about these sort of documents that present God as the creator God. It's ridiculous. Okay, everybody, thanks for joining me on today's podcast. If you have any questions or comments, please feel free to leave them in the comment section below. I will respond to you and get back to you and do my best to answer any of your questions. Click subscribe to the video and like it if you would. And until next time, continue to examine the evidence.